Welcome to the Building the Cooperative Classroom podcast, the official podcast of the Johnson & Johnson Cooperative Learning Institute. Welcome to the Building the Cooperative Classroom podcast. With me, as always, is Senor Aaron Fleming. Bonjour, ça va? And Mr. Derek Swistek. Guten Tag. Hey, hey. Wunderbar. This is our second episode on role interdependence, one of our positive interdependencies as found in Tire Frog. Uh, so Derek had a little game for us to play based on the hit Parker Brothers uh, word game Boggle. I'm impressed that you know that's Parker Brothers. I made it up. It could okay. very well be Milton Bradley. <laughs> we'll never know. Um, yeah, so I think like we all wrote down all of the roles that we know of. You guys got your right. You guys got your written down, right? So the boggle rules. So as soon as somebody uses one, you gotta you know say, oh yeah, I gotta cross that one off, which is maybe not quite boggle, maybe more categories, but that's okay. Uh, yes. Can we go with something from not from forty years ago or fifty years ago? Let's go with categories. Way more fun. And if you come up with well, a a double one, like if you come up with a role that that starts it's it's two words and starts with the same letter it's worth two points uh i'll start since i already got the mic here so let's evaluate each one of these as we go here and um, is is this something that's simple for kids to understand and is it is it uh is it important or or maybe think of an instance where it might be important so we kind of started talking and we kind of alluded to the timekeeper so i'm going to pick the timekeeper so is Timekeeper is somebody who uh, keeps the group on task and on time. Is that a thing that is simple to understand? Is it simple to understand? Yes, it is simple to understand. It's a very concrete task for a group member to perform. Absolutely. So, but is it, is it something that is important? I think we initially would say no, but I believe that Dr. Rubicek last time in our last episode mentioned that there might be some times where it would make sense because we have to keep in mind our activity or our activities when we are, you know, choosing these roles. I think an instance when this would be important is if we were uh, making sure that everybody had a voice in a discussion and we wanted to make sure no one was dominating. Everybody gets to speak for no more than 90 seconds. So the timekeeper becomes very important to make sure all voices are heard. Absolutely. Or if you're doing a task like for a lab and you want everybody to kind of roll through and you know that you have five minutes to get this done and, you know, you've got to get as many trials as you possibly can, moving that along as quickly as you can to kind of make sure that you get as many trials as you can. I was thinking about this in the science perspective. Um, and I saw that 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 was done really, really well. Um, and it didn't feel frivolous at all. Mm-hmm. Fleming, you're up. I'm going to go with the old recorder. So is first? well recorder. So let's just say right now in our discussion, if I am the recorder, I am hoping that this is something well understood that I am going to be the person in charge of writing down our information of typing our information in a legible way so that we have a record of what we have talked about. I think we have another very concrete task here, something that a student would know what they're supposed to be doing at any given moment. Yeah, I think it can. I think that one can be potentially overwhelming for some students. So um, that's one of those where I feel like it's not just it, it might not be frivolous. It might actually be 
overwhelming um, for some. So really modeling, like how to take good notes, um, how to make sure that you're not just writing everything that somebody's trying to say, meshes well with some other roles too. Good one. Okay, does anybody have paraphraser on their list? Darn yeah, it. I had it. I had Darn it. it. I did have it. Okay. So close. All right, so a paraphraser, this is somebody whose role within the group is to make sure that there's a common understanding of the things that have been said. So after some ideas are shared, they can take a second, they can pause, and they can paraphrase what was said to make sure all in the group are on the same page. So it is a little more complicated. It's definitely not as concrete and as simple. Um, definitely a high level social skill. So it's not quite as simple as some of the other tasks that we've had before. But I think that it's probably a fairly, depending upon how well you model it, right? And it's a fairly important one too. And it's something we could practice over and over as we talked about before, you know, making sure that everybody has a chance to, has a chance to perform all of these roles. You know, making sure that everybody gets a chance to practice paraphrasing and then hearing others do it also is only going to make you better at that skill. Did somebody have a research runner or spy? Spy, oh, spy, man. spy, I spy. I had it. I thought I had it. So spy is somebody who is allowed to kind of go and look over other groups and kind of get ahead, get, get, get an idea of what they're working on or kind of steal a piece of information. What do you guys think? Simple? I think it's very simple in that if your goal is to bring information back to the group, that's something you can explain to somebody. Yeah, I'm and in agreement for sure. Yeah, definitely doesn't feel frivolous. I, Fleming, you can probably speak to this too, um, is that it, kids enjoy it. They, they can't wait to, to do it. And I think you, you probably put parameters on it. I think too, like you can only do it once or you can only do it twice and you need to use the time, you know, like you don't want kids just running back and forth all the time too. Yep, and I, th I think the, da the danger there is that, you know, if one of our forming skills is stay with your group, you've got someone whose specific job is to not stay with the group. So you got to be very careful with that. Excellent point. Um, okay. So does that mean we both get a point for spy or I, how do the boggle rules work? That's not how boggle works. I no. believe I'm winning right now. So. Uh, oh, oh, okay. All right. Great. Thanks. I'm glad. All right. I am going to, now I may need some clarification here, um, but instead of that group to group spy, I might call someone like the PR manager and they are the only person that can come ask me a question. Anybody PR manager? Mm -mm, I know it. I had that called as a questioner, which might be a little different. So I will give you the point for this. Oh, I love Boggle. I think that just put me up by a point. But no, I do like this role. Um, and it's it's one I think that kids also kind of enjoy it. It gets them up. It gets them out of their seat. And, and it encourages them, you know, like if they don't have the question, it's Make sure that you are listening well enough. And of course, as we go here, we need to remember, we have to teach kids how to do these things. Just like, you know, when we're talking about taking good notes, we have to talk about what, what are the important things to write down? Well, how do you listen to someone's question? And you probably need to write it down and you need to ask for clarification. You know, did I get your question right? Does that sound like your question? I'm going to go ask now. Yeah, yeah. I don't. 
definitely not as simple as some of the other roles, but definitely something that uh, it doesn't feel frivolous at all. So, and I think sometimes when we teach kids too, that sometimes as they're formulating their questions, they may come up with some answers too. All right. So related to that, I've got questioner and let me explain to see if you have it on your list. So this is the person in the group who's responsible for keeping track of those things that we don't yet understand, kind of uh, developing the parking lot of information maybe we need to go out and find later, things we need to address with the whole class, things we need to bring to the teacher, but instead of disrupting the work that we're doing right now by pausing and going to ask the question, they're just having that list that maybe these are things that get answered by the end of our time together, but they're things that we still need to understand or know. Pretty good one. I didn't have it. Pretty good. Points. Do do you want to see my list? I know I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, that's a really good one. I mean, the questioner I had uh, similar was just generating lots of questions. Like what questions do you have? And just kind of listing as you go the, the some, you know, the questions as we go um, there, but definitely didn't have what you had. That's a pretty good one. Well, I think that's an amazing role because when we talk about trying to get students to, to be learners instead of students, you know, and I know both of you have always done a really good job at having that conversation with students, but if you want to encourage them to be learners, then they have to be active participants in, this is what I don't know yet, and this is what I want to know. So I think that's a really, really good role. Big fan of that one. All right, I'm gonna go with one that I'm sure both of you have already, but I think it's a really important one, and that is the reader. Got, got it. it. All right. Yep. Got, got, it. Got, got reader. Now, how would the Johnsons describe how a reader has to read? Yes. You want to read it so that this person remembers it forever and for always. That is a uh, David Johnson uh, attribute that I use or a phrase that I use quite a bit. Um, and I, and you model it and you try to help uh, kids just read it there too. So yeah, pretty, pretty easy one. Um, can feel a little bit uh, unfair as far as like too much or too little. Um, definitely want to rotate if you've got that one in the, in your repertoire there. It definitely feels like one you want to rotate. Well, I think that that's a good place to pause. This was a fascinating round of Boggle. I think we could keep going, but we'll probably have many of the same roles on our lists. But I, I think one uh, enduring understanding here is that you don't, you can get creative with these roles. They don't have to be wrote. They're not going to be the same each time. Shake it up, you know, come up with something new and get your students active in the process of being in the group. Next week, I think we're going to talk a little bit about once the students have these roles, how do we maintain that individual accountability piece uh, for their specific part of the group functioning? But until next week. Let's cooperate. Thank you for listening to the Building the Cooperative Classroom podcast, the official podcast of the Johnson & Johnson Cooperative Learning Institute. Please check out the show notes for all relevant links, including a link to our Twitter account and the Cooperative Learning Institute webpage. This podcast is copyrighted under the Creative Commons license, copyright 2022. Theme music, courtesy of Jimmy Ryan.